All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Box Score Breakdown Show presented by Hoopball. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and I'm joined by Neil Rochlani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get yourself some delicious coffee and taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com. You can also find their amazing coffee at Amazon. Neil, how are you doing, sir? Doing all right, Adrian. It feels like it's been it was it feels like it's been a really long time and a really short time at the same time. <laughs> that makes no sense, I know, but like the break, the first few days felt like it was really long, like the weekend with no games, um, no real games, and then uh but the last few days have gone by really quickly. So how are you? I'm doing good, man. I am ready for this final stretch to the season. I believe what what did you say before we started recording? Six weeks? I think seven, maybe technically seven okay. weeks um, until the last game 
finishes. Um, so, but maybe six and a half for the box score breakdown. We'll see how it works out. Uh, I still have to figure out some of my teams. We got some news on Anthony Davis minutes reduction going forward. Maybe even Drew Holiday minutes reduction. Mm. This is starting to make me a little nervous for that. So I've got Davis in one league. Uh, I don't think we've seen any major injury news um, in terms of players being out. Um, what about Joel Embiid? Yeah. Just, Do you think we should mention that? Yeah, I mean, he was out tonight, or, I think, a knee injury. But from what I read, it's not um, a long-term injury, just maybe this one game. So we'll see how that, that looks, if it's anything more serious. But I don't I don't think it's a big deal. Do you see anything that's uh, – oh, I'm sorry, it's three games. So that is a big deal. Um, March 2nd. So, yeah, I'm, let me re- retract that. That's actually kind of interesting. Um Boban got the start tonight. We can get to this line later, but it looks like he is in line to see some value. What do you think? Yeah, I think in the short term, I think he's got to be picked up if you need some help this week. And Neil, I'm slightly concerned. I'm not like in panic mode, but we know that Joel Embiid has had significant injury history with his leg. So, uh, I'm slightly concerned. Neil, is there a bigger buzzkill than having a player go into the all-star break healthy and then uh, come out of the all-star break injured? Like, is there anything worse than that? Uh, I've got Jaron Jackson Jr. in a bunch of leagues. He's like questionable for tomorrow. I'm like, did he hurt himself over all-star break? What's going on here, man? Yeah, I know. And this is also the season where players, I mean, this should not affect Embiid, but First of all, that's just crazy. You don't expect a guy to get injured over all or over the break. And then secondly, um, this is when the lineups start changing. You know, teams that go into full tank mode. I know the uh, draft rules have changed a bit, which will change how teams tank. But it's going to um, – we will see lineups change. And that's going to be interesting as well. Uh, so I don't know as, if Jared Jackson I mean, Jr. is a candidate for that or not. That will be interesting to see. So to answer your question, though, for sure I think Boban needs to be picked up. Um, if it's right for your team, you know, if you got someone you don't mind dropping, you need some big man help for this week, because I like you, Neil, I do believe that Embiid should be okay, but it is slightly concerning that he's going to miss here. And word is Neil, that he's going to be reevaluated in a week. So what if they evaluate him? He still has some knee soreness or he still has an issue that could be bad. Considering what his injury history in the past. So um, I am slightly concerned about it. Yeah, I think anytime Embiid goes down with a with a knee injury or something, anytime a player goes down with a knee injury, injury, but Embiid specifically is someone um, we know with his history can be. It's kind of like Anthony Davis. You know, anytime he has an injury, he gets scared as well. Although this is a whole different situation. Oh, hey, man. so I'm speaking, sorry. speaking of Anthony Davis, I just want to touch real quick, you know, you you mentioned that you're a little bit concerned. I know you have Anthony Davis in a league. I kind of still consider it a win, the fact that he played at the All-Star game. Sounds like he's going to play. From what I'm hearing, the Pelicans are not going to shut him down, even if they limit his minutes. So we're not going to get like full beast mode, Anthony Davis. But, but Neil, even in just 20 minutes, Anthony Davis could put up some nice – games and yeah it's a little disappointing considering what, what he could do in 30 minutes but i think it's still a win considering the alternative of him getting shut down or not playing at all so 
Um, I see the little bit of disappointment, but I'm going to kind of be optimistic and look at it as a win because even if he gets, uh, you know, minutes in the low 20s or mid 20s, I think he could still put up some nice numbers. What do you think? Yeah, I think he'll certainly be fantasy relevant. Um, He's such an efficient uh, fantasy player. I just, I wonder when he gets ultimately shut down. I think he might not play in April is my guess. Um, I don't know when. I think at some point he will get shut down completely. It's just my estimation or guess or prognostication. Do you do you see that happening at some point? Oh, man. I Okay. So I do because, A, the Pelicans don't want Anthony Davis to get hurt. They want to protect his value so they can trade him. And, B, the Pelicans want to tank. Neil, right? The Pelicans are looking at Zion. Although, speaking of Zion, did you see him get hurt? I know. Last how, night? How unfortunate. I saw that. I just saw the highlight. Oh, my. Did, did his shoe, his, <laughs> his foot went through the bottom of his shoe. Have you ever seen that I have before? Not. I've never seen that in my entire life. You know, it's. I've um... never seen that before in my entire life. Look, Neil, this is going to sound crazy, but I, I think Zion is this like physical freak i don't know if you've seen it there's a picture of zion trying to steal a basketball from someone and the guy he's trying to steal the ball from is like cradling the ball zion has a hand on the ball and his where his hand is on the ball the ball is denting inside that i think zion is like some super he's like hulk he's like the real life hulk um and I think that's why his foot went through his shoe, man. It's unreal. This guy's a freak. He's a freak. It's crazy, man. <laughs> uh, anyways, I could go on forever about Zion. You know, but, I saw um, that picture, and I was like, that has to be Photoshop. But maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe that's right? surreal. Doesn't it, it, or, like, is the ball deflated? <laughs> like, how how is he denting the ball with his finger grip, right? Like, unreal. But I'm starting to believe that... He's just defies the laws of physics. He's like this freak of nature that we've never seen before. And Neil, I can't wait for this guy to get into the NBA. Hey, hey, really quick before we get in the box war, there's a lot of talk right now, you know, with him getting hurt. Do you think, you know, when you're this prospect that's gonna go number one, guaranteed to go number one, make millions, guaranteed millions of dollars? If you're in his camp, are you telling him to shut it down or are you okay with him coming back? I mean, Dude. oh gosh, that's such a, I mean, I, I think shutting it down makes sense. I don't think it'll reduce his value. Like if he's just clear and upfront, like I'm not playing because I don't want to take a risk. I don't think it'll he'll still be number one drafted. I just, it'd be so interesting to see how it plays out though. It, we've never seen a college player do that. Like say, Hey, um, I'm playing for the number one team in the country, and uh, I'm going to sit out the last couple weeks in March Madness. Um, gosh, that'd be crazy. I have a feeling he'll be play again. I don't think he's going to do that, though. I don't think he will. Yeah, I agree with you. From what we're hearing, it's a mild sprain. He's day-to-day, so crisis averted, man. Uh, I think he should play. If, if he has an opportunity to win a national championship with Duke— I think you gotta play. You gotta win that title because you know that's part of your legacy. If if you go to the basketball hall of fame, that counts. Winning a national title in college. So I think if as long as Zion's hundred percent healthy, sounds like he will be by the time March Madness rolls around. I think he's gotta play. But anyways, 
Sorry to get off topic. Let's get back to the uh, fantasy NBA stuff. Neil, any new, any other news or notes that you think uh, we should talk about, or should we jump into these games here? Uh, let's get into the games. I don't see anything else that um, I will admit. I've been a little bit out of touch. I tried just to disconnect for a few days in the NBA, so I'm not up to speed on all the news and notes. But I don't see anything in my headlines that leads me to think. Um, you know, I. I've been trying to uh, still stay connected to the NBA news. And the biggest things have been the Anthony Davis and probably the Joel Embiid, which we've already touched on both things. So let's jump into the games, man. Do you want me to lead or did you want? I would love for you to lead. All right. I am going to uh, take the wheel and lead us off here. Uh, first game I got up is the Miami Heat and the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers getting the win here, 106 to 102. Uh, as we mentioned, no Joel Embiid in this one. I'm going to actually take a look at the Heat side first. And um, Goran Dragic, I'm hearing, is very close. Decided not to go in this one. But I think we're going to see him back very soon, maybe within the next game or so. So uh, I'm going to start off with uh, Josh Richardson. 13 points, five assists, two rebounds, one three on six of 15 shooting. It's a decent game from him. Deion Waiters, this is a pretty nice game. 18 points, three steals, and assists, five rebounds, two threes on seven of 16 shooting from the field. Kelly Olynyk getting the start here. I think um, I think he's worth owning in all standard leagues. And you know James Johnson actually left this game with an injury. I'm not sure how serious or how much time he's going to miss, but just more incentive to make sure Kelly Olenek is is uh, rostered in your league. 15 points, three assists, six rebounds for him, one three on seven to 13 shooting. Winslow, uh, you know, Winslow saw a nice boost, but I think he's going to take a pretty big hit if Goran Dragic starts and gets... Uh, his spot back in this rotation because they were kind of using Winslow as like a, a point forward type. And I think he's going to kind of lose that role if a Goran Dragic comes back here. But he had 11 points, three steals, five assists, seven rebounds, one three on five of 11 shooting. Whiteside, Neil, man, this guy has really fallen off, man. I looked at his box score um, his last few games it's pretty ugly, man. Like single digit scoring. Um, he's constantly seeing minutes in like the 20 low minute mark and uh, only four points tonight, two blocks, a steal, two assists, five rebounds, two, six shooting from the field, man. Um, I- I'm not really expecting a turnaround either, man. I think this might be it for Whiteside and uh, I'm really going to downgrade him going into next season, I think. Uh, D Wade, 19 points, six assists, four rebounds, a steal, a block off the bench. Still got 31 minutes, which is nice. Shot eight of 18. Um, not too much else to talk about on the bench. I am really excited that Derek Jones Jr. is back, but uh, I don't. I wouldn't trust him for fantasy with how crowded this Miami Heat team is. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Heat? Well, I mean, I like you mentioned Olenek. I think he is one. I don't know if I'm going to pick him up, but I think he is someone to certainly watch pretty closely. Uh, I would say in 14-team leagues, if he's still out there for sure, but 12-team, he's still on the bubble for me. Um, Potentially, he has been starting and he has been getting pretty good minutes. It's just this Miami team is so crowded, like you said. 
um, even with some of the injuries. And then Drogic coming back will take some of the usage. I'm a little hesitant to pick up anyone on Miami. Um, even even uh, waiters could be hot down the stretch. I just don't trust his percentages. So I don't like anyone on this team. I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're not going to um, make the playoffs, so I don't think they'll be necessarily playing their best players the most minutes. So I, I just think it could be um, a mishmash of a lot of guys getting a 20-minute range, 25-minute range, and I don't trust anyone. Uh, Josh Richardson is probably the only one I still like on this team, although he has been kind of the disappointment this year. So I'm, I'm staying away. Hey, super quick, just want to confirm that James Johnson indir- injury sounds like it's a left shoulder injury, but positive news is his x-rays were negative. So it doesn't seem like he's going to miss um, any significant time. If he does maybe miss another game, could be a little boost for Kelly Olenek or maybe Derek Jones Jr., but sounds like it's nothing serious. All right, on the uh, Philly side, let's see. We mentioned Embiid was out. Boban gets a start, and yeah, if you can do this every night uh, and you scoop them up, you're in for some fantasy gold. 19 points, 12 rebounds, two assists on six of seven shooting. Uh, my stats are not updating, so I apologize. I don't have the rest of the uh, stat line here. Um, uh, one block. Okay, five turnovers, though. A little disappointing there. And the other, the other um, big three held their own. Uh, Tobias Harris actually with a very good night. 23 points, 11 rebounds, 8 of 15 from the field, three three-pointers. Butler, solid night, 18 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. And then Simmons, uh, no triple-double, but a solid line, 21 points, 7, po- 7 rebounds, 4 assists. J.J. Redick, okay. Um, their bench is kind of anemic. We know they're not a very deep team. We'll see if they can get this together for reality. But fantasy-wise, I'm staying away. I think Boban's worth a pickup right away. Let's pit him in the next two lineups until Embiid comes back. Perhaps he sits out longer. Um, I, would, I wouldn't I would put a lot of my fab dollars on it if you are in that. I would save some for the playoffs. I don't think he's going to be around that long. But I think, uh, I think a minor bid is definitely worth it. Um, not much else on the um, Sixers. What do you think? Love your take on Boban, and you know I agree. I think your expectation is you maybe got Boban for the next three games, but there's also a slight chance if this injury, if this knee injury with Embiid becomes serious, you may really um, hit on a lottery ticket if if you pick up Boban and it sounds and and if Embiid ends up missing any significant time. I don't think that's going to happen. But you never know. So uh, I think he's definitely worth a pickup. All right. Uh, let's move over to the next game. The uh, next one I got up, Phoenix Suns and the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavs, man. The, Neil, the, the, the Cavs have 13 wins and the Suns have 11 wins. I mean, this is like uh, – uh, two of the worst teams in the NBA here. Like the winner of this game is really the loser of this game. But anyways, um, um, the Cavs getting the victory 111 to 98. I'm going to check out what went down on the Phoenix side. And interesting development, Neil. Uh, Oubre Jr., Kelly Oubre Jr. moved into the starting lineup. Um, Mikel Bridges to the bench. I don't know if this is a matchup thing. 
I don't know if this is going to be their starting lineup going forward, but Kelly Oubre Jr. should have been owned or, or rostered anyways before this. But if he is still in some uh, way sitting on your waiver, make sure you grab Kelly Oubre Jr. Speaking of him, 23 points, two blocks, three steals, and assists, four rebounds, four threes tonight on eight of 16 shooting from the field, three of four from the line, outstanding game from him. Devin Booker, 30 points, nine turnovers tonight's a little ugly, but uh, I still love the 30-point production, one steal, seven assists, one rebound, three threes, 10 of 20 shooting from the field, seven of nine from the line. DeAndre Ayton with 13 points, a steal, three assists, nine rebounds, five and nine from the field, three of six from the line from him. Johnson with only five points, two blocks, two steals, five assists, eight rebounds, one of seven shooting. Josh Jackson sticking into this starting lineup as well. I feel like he's uh, definitely worth owning probably already rostered in most all standard leagues 12 points three steals two assists six rebounds on five of 16 shooting the shooting wasn't so great tonight two of two from the line so if you have bridges i would hang on to him see what happens in the next game if in the next game or so bridges is continuing to come off the bench only seeing minutes in the low 20s or high teens i think he's definitely going to be droppable if that's the case uh, don't trust anybody else off the bench here or nobody that I think is worth mentioning. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Phoenix Suns? Yeah, this is a really disappointing um, night for Mikael Bridges from a uh, narrative perspective. Like you said, I own him in a couple leagues, or at least one league, and he has been playing pretty well. Um, never a high usage guy, but he, he climbed up to 78th over the last month. Um, nine category leagues. And uh, that was though on 34 minutes. And now he's down to 24 minutes. And we know this guy can have some duds. And I think with 24 minutes, if it continues this way, it's, it's going to be tough to get value out of him in standard leagues. I, so keep an eye on him. Uh, The other guy, Tyler Johnson, we talked about came, came here at the trade trade deadline, rough shooting night tonight, but did play 33 minutes. He's doing okay. Not great. I still think he's going to be a low end fantasy starter by, by the season's end somewhere in the 100 to 125 range. Um, so I, I'm still watching him. I'm not picking him up, but um, I think he has, he may end up over this last stretch, be worth more than Mikel Bridges, unfortunately. So um, if you need assists, um, he could be valuable. Tyler Johnson, that is. Um, and that's really it. Nothing else changes for me. Like you said, Ubre is probably owned everywhere and uh, he just has the green light to go. I really wish I would have held on to him. I thought he was, you know, Washington, and he came to Phoenix. It kind of started off really slow. And I was like, yeah, it's probably not going to work out there, and then I get antsy, and then I miss the boat on him. Um, all right, anything else before I jump over to Cleveland? I, I missed out on him as well, Neil. I uh, dragged my feet. I just didn't believe that he would uh, be worth rostering in Washington, and uh I was wrong, man. I mean, as soon as they made the, as soon as he made that move to Phoenix, he's been great. Uh, so uh, I like you, Neil. I don't own him in any leagues, and I really feel like I missed out on him. Um, all right, on the uh, Cavalier side, Kevin Love uh, starting back in there, twenty-two minutes tonight. Solid night in um, just half the game: sixteen points, eleven rebounds, one assist, six of thirteen shooting, three three-pointers. 
definitely think he's going to be um, someone who who plays sporadic minutes. I don't know if I trust him, but I think if he's out there, he's certainly worth owning. Um, Shady Osman, nineteen points, five rebounds, five assists, solid night from him. He has been on fire the last month. Number fifty in nine category leagues um, should be owned. I think everywhere. Zizic getting the start still with Tristan Thompson still sideline um, tonight. Fifteen points, twelve rebounds, one assist. I think he's worth rolling with. I think he could be every bit as good as Boban um, over the next couple weeks until Thompson comes back, or until Thompson comes back. We'll see how long that is. Um, Colin Sexton. It's going to be another year before he gets fantasy value, unfortunately. Brand Knight got the start here. Not looking to pick him up either. Larry Nance had a nice night off the bench. I'm still not trusting it too much because um, I think uh, Zizic could get more run, and then Thompson's coming back soon, and this is against Phoenix. So uh, just going <clears> to <throat> let go. He's probably owned in most places anyway, so we're talking about too much. Uh, Jordan Clarkson continues to do fine off the bench. Someone who can be streamed for points leagues and um, if you're okay with the field goal percentage. That's really it for me on uh, the Cavaliers. Any thoughts from you? Uh, I'm super, super bummed. I got a little uh, excited and before the All-Star break. Marquise Chris was playing great. I thought maybe, uh, I don't know, I thought maybe he could have a role on this team. I thought you know they would tank and just maybe just let him go. But now with Kevin Love, looks like he's ready to start and be a state like a a staple in this rotation. And as you mentioned, Zizic, Larry Nance Jr. We're still waiting for Tristan Thompson to come back. Now all of a sudden, uh, I feel a little foolish getting excited about Marquise Chris because uh, all of a sudden it's getting very crowded in this Cleveland Cavaliers front court. So um, if you picked up Chris like I did. Likely, it probably will be time to move on. And uh, who knows, maybe pick up Boban, pick up Zizic. So um, definitely some pickups uh, if you need to make that drop. All right, uh, let's keep rolling. Next game up, the Portland Trailblazers and the Brooklyn Nets. The Blazers getting the victory 113-99. to Neil, I really like what the Blazers did at the deadline and uh, adding or also the buyout um, season, adding guys like Cantor, Rodney Hood. They, excuse me, they really solidified their bench, got a little bit deeper here. So I think this is a sneaky, dangerous team here um, going into the postseason. So I'm going to take a look at the Portland side i'm gonna start with damian lillard 13 points two steals eight assists eight rebounds two threes shooting wasn't great only five of 21 from the field but i'm looking for damian lillard to have a nice final uh, six weeks of the season here cj mccollum with a nice game 21 points two blocks five assists six rebounds one three on nine of 19 shooting two of two from the line aminu with the double double 11 points 10 rebounds, three threes, four, six shooting from the field. Mo Harkless with a nice game here. 13 points, a steal, four assists with eight rebounds, one three on five of 12 shooting from the field. I'm slightly, I play in a lot of deep leagues. I'm a fan of Mo Harkless, but, you know, with the addition of Hood and Cantor, 
I, I really don't trust Mo Harkless. He would need to play well for at least a few more games uh, for me to uh, make a pickup on him. Yusuf Nurkic, 27 points, three blocks, and assists, 12 rebounds, 10 of 15. Love that efficiency. Seven of eight from the lines. Great game from him. He's been playing really well this season. Enos Cantor, what a nice addition. 18 points, nine rebounds, a very efficient eight of nine shooting from the field, two and two from the line. I don't trust him in fantasy yet. I'm a little worried. I think if he's going to come off the bench for 20 minutes, which he saw tonight, I don't think we're going to see this type of line from him every night. So just going to watch him for now. And uh, I have low expectations. I don't really trust anybody else on this team. Neil, what do you think of the Blazers? Yeah, this one's this one's really interesting for me because like you said, Cantor played uh, 20 minutes. Uh, Zach Collins did not play. Um, I have not seen any injury news. So it might be the first time I see him be a DNP CD if that was the case. I, if Cantor was dropped, I would I would scoop him up. I, I'm a believer in this guy's offensive output and rebounding. That's enough for me to get excited. I think he's basically owning every league I'm in, though. So I don't think he's out there. But I do. I'm not saying that it's going to work out for him there, but I... I trust him. I would say more than I trust like uh, Harkless or Aminu, um, just because I know he can do. A, he's a high per minute usage guy and fantasy value. So I, I'm kind of bullish on him. We'll see how it works out, though. Um, that's all I've really got. That's changed. That's changed in Portland. Uh, should I hop on a Brooklyn side? Yes, sir. All right, tonight. Um, Karis LeVert back in there. He's, I think this is the second game back now. 21 minutes. Um, not too much, though. Just 12 points on 4 of 11 shooting. Did have two steals and a three-pointer. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, uh, 14 points on kind of a rough night. Shooting 4 of 16 from the field. Did have eight assists and four rebounds along with two three-pointers. No defensive stats. Travion Graham gets a start, so he's still out there at the forward spot. 17 minutes. No fantasy value for him. Joe Harris coming off the three-point championship. Adrian, did you see this guy knock him down? Took out oh, Curry, yeah. Took out the Curry brothers in their hometown <laughs> of Charlotte and uh, just put on a spectacular show. We know this guy can shoot from outside at a high percentage. It's amazing. Um, 13 points tonight, kind of quiet. Four rebounds. Went 0 for 3 from three-point land. So um, struggled tonight. Had a block as well. Uh, let's see. Um Jared Allen, 23 minutes, ended up fouling out uh, on 12, had 12 points, 11 rebounds. He's been a fantasy, a solid fantasy player this year, and just not, I guess, up, not up to the hype, but he's been pretty good. And um, Crab gets 29 minutes off the bench, Carroll 27. Ed Davis with a double-double, 23 minutes. This team kind of reminds me of Miami. Um, they've got a lot of players playing a lot of minutes. You can put up good lines. I'm trusting just their their uh, stars though, Russell, Allen, and Harris now, and then Levert coming back should be fine. Uh, besides that, um, I'm kind of staying away from the Nets, uh, the the uh, kind of role players. Just don't seem to be doing enough, and they have a lot of them. Uh, any thoughts on the Nets? I am very encouraged by Levert moving into the starting lineup, but he still doesn't look like the same guy 
um, that he was earlier in the season before the injury. He still kind of looks like he's got rust, you know, missing some easy shots at the rim that um, earlier in the season he was making. So um, I'm still waiting for him to kind of find that that uh, that stride that he was in, and I think it will happen. So stick with Levert. Very encouraging that he got moved in the starting lineup, but, but uh, may still take a short period of time here for him to shake that rust off. I was really hoping that the all-star break would be kind of what he needs just to get, uh, I don't know, just get a little extra rest so he can come back. So I'm really hoping he can come back strong here for the final stretch of the season. All right, um, next one up is the Boston Celtics in the Milwaukee Bucks. Neil, I was most excited for this game tonight, and it did not disappoint the Bucks uh, getting the victory in a nail biter, 98 to 97. Gonna check out the Celtics and uh, gotta start with Kyrie Irving 22 points, two blocks, two steals, five assists, one rebound, nine of 27 shooting from the field, four threes tonight. Al Horford had a beautiful game, 21 points with 17 boards, five assists, two steals, three blocks, two threes, man. He did everything tonight. Eight of 21 from the field, three of four from the line. Outstanding. Jason Tatum, pretty nice game as well. 17 points, 10 rebounds, two steals, a block, an assist, seven of 13 from the field, one three Two and two from the line. Marcus Morris, 11 points, two assists, six rebounds, four of 12 from the field, three of 10 from downtown. Marcus Smart, five points, a block, three steals, and assists, five rebounds, one three on two of eight, shooting from the field. Off the bench, they got some nice production from Jalen Brown, who had 15 points, a steal, a block. Three assists, five boards on six of nine shooting from the field. He also added three threes. Not too much else to talk about. Oh, Gordon Hayward, Neil, I believe he um, has an ankle injury that he suffered in practice. I'm hearing it's not the ankle that he had surgery on. So that's a very good news. But the Celtics are likely going to be very cautious with Gordon Hayward. I wouldn't be surprised if he misses another game or so. Sounds like it's not serious. This could be good news for Jason Tatum, Morris, or Brown. Uh, keep an eye on that situation. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Boston Celtics? Yeah, that Hayward injury is <clears throat> unfortunate. He has been great all year, but over the last month, he's been climbing a little bit into the inside the top 100. Um. So if you're like me and you drafted him and just kind of stuck him around because you're afraid to let go of him, thinking once you <laughs> let go of him, he's going to emerge as their leader at some point, uh, I guess it's not going to happen. Anyway, um, yeah, this team, I didn't see this game. I heard it was uh, obviously a great game and perhaps some tackling at the end <laughs> by, um, <laughs> I don't know, uh, Middleton on Morris or something. But anyway, um, I, no changes from this game. I, you know, I really thought that... Uh, I didn't think Horford would have such – he's been amazing. You know, he's, he's in the top 10 over the last month in nine-category leagues. He's been on fire. I thought this guy was not not washed up, but I thought his – with all the all the talent on this team, I thought he was someone who was going to take a big backseat to, like, the young stars, like Tatum and Irving and, 
even um, Hayward potentially this year, Jalen Brown, other guys, but he is the focal point of this team still. He's still a, a star and just another amazing night from him, another amazing season. So uh just wanted to note that on Al. Um, on the Milwaukee side, uh, Giannis just – did you see some of these dunks that he did? He just R- – ridiculous like uh neil it looks like he's gonna just lay it up because he's like he's he uh he stopped his dribble so far away from the basket and then all of a sudden he stretches his arm like inspector gadget and he's at the (laughs) rim and he dunks it dude it's crazy it's unbelievable the guy's a freak no wonder they call him freak (laughs) i this reminds me when i like would play uh indoor like that little nerf basketball with my niece (laughs) and and i would just like dunk from like they're like your arms that long (laughs) it was just like it's just not fair um Anyway, 30 points tonight. Just He just dominated the point, paint. 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks and a steal. Middleton had a pretty solid game here. Uh, 15 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 three-pointers and a steal. Uh, Lopez, uh, quiet night in 34 minutes. Um, he continues to chug along with some fantasy value. Brogdon, um, he's having a fantastic year. 15, 6, and 4 tonight on 6 to 14, shooting 3 three-pointers and a steal. Eric Bledsoe, very quiet night. Did not see this coming. 32 minutes. Just five points um, on two of nine shooting. Not a, Kind of a throwaway fantasy night for him. Um, that's it off the bench. We know, oh, the Miritich sighting. I should mention this. This was the big change. This I was curious to see how this is going to play out. He has been obviously spectacular this season when he was healthy with New Orleans. Not so night tonight, just 14 minutes. But this will change. Eight points, three rebounds. I really think if there is a Miritich owner that's frustrated, just get this guy. He's not going to be great, but I think he's going to be around 60-ish the rest of the season. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Miritich? Yeah, I like that take, man. I think um, I, I could see him being right around there or like at worst maybe in the 75 range, which is definitely worth uh, rostering for sure. I'll, I'll take a guy uh, with that kind of value. And, uh, you know, he's still working his way back from that injury. And, uh, you know, we've seen that the Bucks are a team that can sustain um, many players that have fantasy value. They have a very nice offense, a very uh, high-scoring, friendly, fantasy-friendly offense. So I think uh, Mirotic can have some value for sure. I love that take. Um, and then, man, reality-wise, what a – I. I love this Bucks team, man. Made some great moves at the deadline, at the trade deadline, and uh, I can't wait to see what this team can do in the playoffs. Neil, the Eastern, I'm, this is really weird that I'm kind of looking more forward to the Eastern Conference playoffs than the Western because I love how close it is with the Sixers and the Celtics and the Raptors, and even right now the Pacers, I think, are like the third seed right now. It's going to be really in- – it's very wide open in the East, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I totally agree with you. I, I mean, the West will obviously have a lot of talent too, but I think we all know Golden State's going to figure out a way, even if they have an injury or two. They'll, they'll find a way to get out of the West. It's just going to be um, – so no matter how, how exciting those games are, I think we kind of know the outcome. The East, we have no idea. I mean, literally four different teams could come out of there. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely. Neil, I think there are two more games that are still going. <laughs> yeah, there are. <laughs> I, I feel... <laughs> you crack I feel open that really, beer and you just call it a night. 
I feel really crappy leaving you so early, especially after we had that long break and not finishing the show with you. But uh, I'm going to have to get out of here, man. I'm sorry. But the good news or bad news, depending on how you look at it, this is our last show of the week, man. I feel like this is a tease, like we're back and then we're gone again. I know. It's a Thursday. <laughs> it's a very weird, but we'll be back again on Sunday. Oh, you, you'll be back again Sunday night. I should say I'll be back again for these last two games. All yes. right. You want to sign okay. off and then I, I will continue. I'm getting out of here, you guys. Thank you so much for uh, coming back. And uh, we're excited. I'm Neil. I'm really excited for this final stretch. Let's go huge, man. Let's go big. You guys, thank you so much for listening, supporting the show. Hit us up on Twitter. He's at Ball with Neil. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. Uh, we'll be back Sunday night, but Neil will be back for the final two games. Neil, these final two games look really good too, man. So some good stuff coming your way. Thanks a lot. All right. On to the last two games of the night, uh, Lakers, Houston, and then Golden State, Sacramento first Lakers. Hold off here. 111 to 106. LeBron James is back with a vengeance. Um, monster night from him, 29 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 block, 1 steal. We'll see if this, these Lakers are going to make a playoff run. And What will happen then? I think that the, the West is wide open except for Golden State. So I think anyone can advance to the next round. Um, aside from Golden State, who will advance to the finals. So we'll see how it goes. Right now, uh, McGee, ah, gosh, I own him in one league. Barely startable right now. 11 points. Shot 50% from the floor. Just six rebounds. The two blocks kind of saved him man. the three of three from the free throw line. This 19 minutes really hurts. I think he needs something more like 22 to 24 to be relevant. Um, in a 12-team league, we'll see if this is um, going to be the new norm or if he's going to get those minutes that I kind of expect with Zubac gone. Um, Reggie Bullock starting role, 29 minutes. Not that great. Uh, 14 points, 5 rebounds, and assists to steal. Nothing worth um, rushing out to get. Kuzma continues to be a strong player. Ingram had a good, nice night too. 27 points, 13 rebounds. Um, it's his percentages that kill him. Otherwise, obviously, he's a very good points league player. On the year, um, let's see. Uh, um, Ingram's down to 250th. Uh, because of those uh, percentages. Uh, let's see. Where does he really kill you? Um, over the last month, um, Ingram has been 183. The free throw percentage is down to 660, 66% on 5.2 shots. So killing you there. Uh, he has been shooting well from the field, though, over the last month. So he's been solid um, there. And then better this season than in past seasons. Uh, I think KCP, just 21 minutes can be dropped if you try to stream him. Looks like Bullock is your guy going forward. Uh, no other center is going to have any value. Josh Hart, just 18 minutes off the bench. Um, it's really the LeBron show here, and really no one else stands out at the moment. Um, Rondo, just 19 minutes as well, even with the uh, injured Lonzo Ball. Um on the Houston side, uh, P.J. Tucker continues to play lots of minutes but puts up no real fantasy value. Uh, he's won 10 over the last month in eight-category leagues and uh, 117 on the season. Not bad, but not uh, nights like tonight would 
test my patience. Three points and three rebounds. Uh, Capella back looks just fine. Played 33 minutes, 12 points, 11 rebounds, and a block. Chris Paul, strong game, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, a block, a steal. James Harden continues his 30-point streak, 30 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals. Um, But the Lakers got the win, and the Wild West is wide open. Um, Not much else there. Let's go on to the last game of the night, Golden State against Sacramento. Sacramento hung very tough, uh, led at the half. Golden State, uh, you just kind of knew they would find a way to win. They do so tonight, 125 to 123 at home. On the Sacramento side, Harrison Barnes now starting there at the power forward. Um, not much of a night here. Just He's not much of a, a fantasy asset. Uh, 135 on the season and eight category leagues per game basis. 13 points tonight, seven rebounds, five of 12 shooting, very pedestrian, one assist, no steals, no blocks, a single three-pointer. Um, Bogdanovich in the starting lineup. Um, as uh, in front of Bielitsa. Nice to see this move. If you are a Bogdanovich fan or owner, I'm on the fan side right now, 14 points, three rebounds, six assists. Coming to tonight's game, also had a three-point and two steals. He was 103 on the season. I thought he would end up more around 70-ish this season. Clearly he won't get there, but I think he might get another round or two higher than the 103. If he continues to play 30-plus minutes a night. Kali Stein has been disappointing this year. 10.6 rebounds, one assist. Did have three steals. Jaron Fox, not a disappointment. Uh, their number one fantasy option, perhaps their best player on their team. 18 points, three rebounds, seven assists, six of 14 shooting, two three-pointers, three steals, and a block. Buddy Heald, I think, um, certainly one of the best uh, shooting guards out there in terms of pure shooting, 19 points a night. Um, two three-pointers struggled, though, just two of eight from the three-point land. Had a block, eight rebounds, and two assists. Uh, really the big news, or what we've sort of expected, is Bagley getting these uh, high minutes tonight, 34 minutes, 28 points, 12 rebounds, 8 of 19 shooting, plus 11 of 14 from the line, a three-pointer and one steal. No one else to talk about here. Harry Giles got 16 minutes. Uh, Farrell, 16. Brewer, 13. They come up close but fall short. Um, Bogdanovich, don't get overly excited, but I think he will get a little bit better with the starting role. Barnes, I don't think he's worth owning except for maybe a points league. Um, And no one else, I think, really changes value. Oh, I should say, never mind. Bagley, we, we know, is going to get better. Um when he gets more minutes, 34 minutes might be a little high, though, um, on a nightly basis. Uh, I would say more like 30. You might be able to count on our high 20s to 30 to be safe. Um, he's 102 over the last month in eight category leagues. I think he can, with a line of 28 points, 12 rebounds tonight, um, that could go up. And that that's... Um, that 102 ranking is on 27 minutes. So I think he's going to get an uptick in a couple minutes and maybe uh, like Bogdanovich could go up to the 90s, maybe the 80s um, for the full season and then maybe the 60s over the last half of the season. Or I should say the last third of the season now. Uh, Golden State side, 
their stars continue to shine. Steph Curry, uh, after finishing the runner-up in the three-point contest, uh, gets the real showdown here tonight. Ten three-pointers on 16 attempts. That is just amazing. Two steals to go along with that. Uh, overall shot 12-23, 36 points, six rebounds, seven assists. Just such an amazing player. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins um, talked about him being um, maybe around 50th rest of the season tonight. 17 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Kind of That's kind of like what I kind of expect in 27 minutes. Um, I see he's on a no minutes limit according to the um, site I'm referencing. Did play 27 minutes. I, I think that's kind of where he's going to be though. Um, for the remainder of the season. Kevin Durant, 37 minutes. Uh, he has a monster game as well with his defensive stats. Um, overall, he had 28 points tonight, um, nine rebounds, four assists, seven blocks, and a steal, just doing everything. Uh, Clay Thompson, 36 minutes, Draymond Green, 33, Steph Curry, 36, Cousins, 26. Just noting that because Cousins, even when their team is playing their full, full complement of minutes, uh, Cousins does not get nowhere near the um, mid-30 mark. So, did have five personal fouls, I should note. But this is not the first time he has sat uh, or has played fewer minutes than the other starters. And I, he's also uh, very aggressive and has gotten a lot of fouls recently. So, perhaps he gets he gets to play 36 minutes if he's not in foul trouble. I still don't see it getting that high, though. And uh, conservatively, Fifth round value or fifty ish, I should say, is what I haven't pegged at rest of the season. Uh, Draymond Green, twelve point six rebounds, eight assists, um, averaging seven point six rebounds on the season. Six tonight, we've seen him dip a little bit. Um, Thirty nine overall or per game basis, eight category leagues. I think that's kind of where he's going to hold. Um, Thompson, Durant, Curry. I don't think we'll lose much value. Uh, maybe Thompson's points come down a little bit since he might be the fourth option now uh, when, when all four player, all five starters are out there. But I think, uh, like I said, um, we'll get a lot more open looks, so maybe um, his efficiency will come up. All right, that is going to do it for the box score breakdown. Thanks again for listening. Uh, we are sponsored by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. You can find their products at hawaiianisles.com or on amazon.com. We are going to take a break again for the weekend, but we'll be back on Sunday night. So we will talk to you then. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.